how do I make your experience working here 1000? Like, how can I get 100% energy out of you? How can I get 100% productivity out of you? Just think about how productive your company would be if your staff enjoy being at the company more than they do at home. People are watching the clock to get out. You don't want to have that. You want yeah. people that don't mind lingering around after work. The experience that you create at the workplace, if you make it so dope that people don't want to leave, you're not going to have a problem getting productivity out of them. It has to work where it has to work. Welcome to Circle of Greatness. I'm super pumped up about this episode. Today I get the opportunity to bring my brother in, man. Just an amazing entrepreneur, real estate developer. But honestly, I look at him like a coach and a friend, right? So on this episode, I'm going to do something different. I'm about to have him coach me live on some stuff, right, that I truly believe is going to help you as well. So without further ado, y'all, I got to bring on my guy, serial entrepreneur, Boss companies, all type of stuff. My brother, Meat Walker. What's up, dog? Oh my God, appreciate yeah, it. Chilling, bro. Yeah. You know what's so funny? You know when we first met, it was um, Chris Lee hit me up like, yo, this guy's trying to reach out to you. And uh, your very first way of meeting was honoring me with an award for your your nonprofit, Hemio, which is most people always reaching out to see what they can take. Yeah. Your first reach out was, how can I add value? And you just been that person to add value to my life since I met you. So I want to thank you for that, bro. Most definitely, man. Yeah, how you feeling, bro? I feel amazing. Good, man. Good. good. Being the A. Yeah, so I want to go a different direction today. So, y'all, so Mead is one of the guys who I talk to, right, um, when I'm having problems with my family. And I, I want y'all to notice, like, y'all look at me like, Neil got it all together. I don't got it all together, y'all. I got coaches. I got friends. I got people that help me with various things, right? So I'm working on becoming the best father I could be, the best husband I could be, the best leader I could be, the best communicator I can be. And this is one of the individuals who I speak to monthly on those processes. Like, bro, this is going on with my daughter. How do I handle this? This is going on with my wife. How do I do this? In addition to like our coach, our, our marriage coach as well. Like, yo, this is happening in business. How do I respond? Like this dude, is just like the most effective communicator I know, right? So, what's up? How you feeling, bro? Uh, I feel good. Yeah, man. Thanks good. for uh, thanks for uh, stopping on the show, man. Most definitely. Man, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to start by just publicly giving you your flowers. Bro. Appreciate you, bro. How uh, just proud I am of you. Appreciate you. Know, you man. From when we first met each other, the you know the industry, energy and chemistry that we've built over the yeah. years have been great, man. And I just remember some of the monumental moments of your journey yeah. and just seeing where you are now, man. And it's just, it's amazing, man. And I just want to let you know publicly yeah. that I am super proud of Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for getting on, man. Most definitely. So, um, you know, we talk about leadership, man. You've been running teams for a while, family teams from your daycare business to your real estate development company to all these other things that you got going on. How have you become an effective leader and communicator or what's some tips to becoming like for me like I want to communicate with my team better like what's some coach me man like it's, it's super important to understand that a part of leadership is being just as fe effective as you are at leading others you have to be able to be led as well mm. that's a big problem with a lot of people they, they jump out you know they want to be leaders they want to start these businesses these companies and if you have nobody that you're being accountable to nobody that that can check you when it's time to be checked uh you're on a path to destruction yeah. for a lot of people. So for me, it was about being able, as a kid, when it came down to me playing with kids and playing with friends or sitting amongst older gentlemen, listening to their conversations, I would pick 
the old heads all day in America. And so that was a trait I picked up very young, and I just stayed consistent with that, making sure that if leadership is important to me, that I'm around other people that are leading other people, being led so I can lead others uh, most effectively. That's good. That's powerful, man. I just think that's important. So building out a team, like how important is it? Are you casting a vision for them? Like, like, so Wall Street Trapper was on here, and um, and he gave me, oh, this is, wisdom was powerful. It's just putting your team in position to win, but really helping them see the vision. Like, I may don't have the money to pay. Just say we're hiring a CFO, right? Mm-hmm. Just say they might want a quarter million. I may don't have a quarter million salary for them at this moment, mm-hmm. right? But if you're able to effectively show them the vision and where we're going, um, they may come on. I realize for me, I lost several of my team members that I don't believe I did a good job casting the vision because then I'll go see them doing what they did for me somewhere else yeah. <laughs> after I turn them into an elite assassin. <laughs> and But I feel like, and that's just me being honest, I think it hasn't been a good job casting a vision for our team as good as I should. So how do you ca- properly cast a vision? Are you having monthly meetings on vision? Like what are you doing when you are getting everybody on the same like page? Cause like my HR Khadija be like, well, like she'll be like, what she said earlier. I think she was mentioning like, like your team, like I just got to do a better job casting yeah, the vision. Absolutely. So what's, what's important? Like I, I suggest everybody, if you have a team that you're managing or that you're building right now, it's important to have those weekly meetings, honestly, in my opinion. Um, and I recommend Monday. Monday morning meetings are very uh, impactful. You get to see your team. You get to see how their weekend was, what happened. Somebody might have had death in the family and you get ready, you know, lay something heavy on them, uh, something that they may not have got accomplished. Having that weekly meeting, you're able to find out what the energy is of your team, mm. being able to cast the vision. As visionaries, a lot of times we're always, you know, looking to do something to another level. And the vision changes often. You got to make sure as the vision changes that you're updating your team on the new the new uh, way we're going in business now. Like if, it, if last week we were going to, you know, get 100 clients or customers in, this week maybe 200. But if the team is doing what they're supposed to do on 100 and you're not satisfied because your vision changed to 200, now you're ready to come down on your team. That's not really what you want to do as a leader. So you want to make sure that you're communicating with your team and that you're letting them know like exactly what's going on, what our goals are, what's going on with your team. And I see a lot of times with leaders, they don't, they feel like because they're paying their team that that's all they're supposed to do on their end. Yeah, it's I do like, that sometimes. Yeah, yeah now you got to communicate that. with them. Mm-hmm. You got to let them know exactly what you want them to do, but also that you're grateful for them, that their mm-hmm. position on the team matters. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't play your position on the team, how you say you're grateful team, for them? Are you just saying it or are you telling me about that? Part? Celebrating them, you know, it, it's very good. Like, in that mo- Monday meeting, being able to go over what happened last week and what we need to do this week moving forward, right? Yeah, and when we say what happened, Cause I'm 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 taking notes mentally. I'm gonna rewatch this. But for someone, is this meaning what happened financially? What happened? When you say what happened in the business. Tell me what what are we going over in this? Okay, meeting? so right now, if it's, walk if it's me through Monday, a Monday meeting. Monday meeting right now. We're discussing what happened in terms of productivity as a company last week, yep. and then we're going into the different departments of the company. Every week, we want to try to have new goals. Who accomplished what goals? Let's celebrate that person. If you got somebody that's specifically on the team, like 
went way beyond what our goals were, let's celebrate them publicly in front of everybody. That way, the people that may not be as impactful, may not be up on their game, they're not going to try to come to every Monday meeting and they're not getting celebrated. Mm. People draw to that energy of celebration. Everybody wants to be celebrated in some capacity. So being able to do that, that's going to really empower the rest of the team. Like, oh, I got to get on my game this week. I'm going to be celebrated next week. Mm. Um, and so another important aspect is finding out what your team needs. A lot of times you might feel like, all right, well, I'm paying y'all. That's my end of the bargain. Y'all end of the bargain is just to be productive and work. What do you need? How do, how, how do I make your experience working here? 1,000. Like, how can I get 100% energy out of you? How can I get 100% productivity out of you? And it's important to find out what they need. It may be as simple as somebody dealing with a broken laptop. They can't do their job 100% because the, the laptop keep cutting off or it's not enough storage. Like, what do we need to make sure you get to be 100% productive in your job description so we can really hit these goals that we want to achieve? Mm. And those Monday morning awesome. meetings, we're talking about all that. We're, we're forecasting what are we up against this week? You know, how many clients are we serving? Depending if it's a product or service-based business, it's just as important. Um, and then you get an understanding of what goals are we going to hit this week? Let's, let's set some challenges in each department. If you accomplish this challenge, what do you receive? Mm. Talk about that. That's going to give them motivation. Is that normally cash? Is that a prize? It, it could be both. I mean, I, I recommend like gift cards, mm -hmm. especially from a tax perspective. You mm -hmm. know, gift cards are really good. American Express gift cards, Visa gift cards, things that they could do whatever they want. Mm. That way they're not subject to just like, okay, well, here's a gift card to go eat. What do I don't feel like eating this week? I might need to pay a bill or something with that. Giving them a, a gift card is, is, is very good. Mm, Trips powerful. are good. You know what I mean? Um, you know, just you think of like the MLM uh, strategy. They, they make sure they put those trips when you're hitting certain goals or if you increase your level in the business. Like following that model is very, very yeah. important. Watch this. I'm going to take action now. Watch this. This is the thread with my sales team. One second. Hey, what's up, y'all? Just wanted to come in here and say uh, I'm super proud of everybody on our team. Super appreciate you all. Mike been doing a good job pushing everybody forward. Um, I see our two new queens came in. Y'all got your first closes. Want to say congratulations. I'm pumped for y'all. Um, and I, I can assure you this. If we keep putting the work in, it will work out. And what I want to do this week, whoever gets the most closes, meaning not revenue-wise, but whoever can say in this minimum threshold will be at least seven closes this week, right? I'm going to give somebody a $500 uh, bonus. So just wanted to go ahead and do that for y'all. Super pumped up and excited. If you know you're going to win that in the chat, just say I'm going to win that. And uh, let's get to it, y'all. Congratulations for being on our team. Look forward to uh, seeing. Let's get to it. Let's go. So I just dropped that in the group, y'all. So we're going to see it. See, it. I'm doing I'm doing it right on the spot now. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's going to change the culture of everything. And that's going to also help them understand how much they're appreciated, how much they're needed. Like, it's not this company. And it's even important to say, like, I don't like anybody to call me boss. Don't call me boss. We're all on a team here. I'm just another team member. I, I may have a different position or role than you do, but all of our roles are important. And, you know, you never know what your, your staff is up against personally at home. And if it's just about work, 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 taking a minute to just stop and say, hey, I just want to celebrate y'all. Let's let's go have a, a company retreat. Let's go out to dinner. Let's let our hair down. Um, how, how often you should be doing a company retreat? I mean, depending on where you are, level terms of your, your, your company, but... Quarterly would be nice, mm -hmm. but at least twice twice a year yeah. would really be nice. What happens at a retreat? 
And this all sounds like some, not all, some of this sound like what my HR tell me. So listen, I'm, I listen to what you say. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so at the retreat, you're going to have activities that that challenge certain areas that you see as weakness in the company mm. in the different departments. It allows you a, a, a moment to have external training come in. That is one of the most underrated parts of business, being training. Like mm. a lot of the companies that I work with, training is like the biggest problem. Training, because you need to be trained as a leader. Like if you're just doing masterminds, you're just doing things, going to different events and being exposed to new information and new processes. What and about things. them? What about your team? It's super important that they're getting that training too. And sometimes, just like in in a home, you might be saying the same thing to some to your partner for six months and they don't get it. They go hear from somebody else and they pick it up. The delivery may be different, so it's important to have those external experts in different areas of weakness in the company to come in and train on those things. Those are things that you can have at the retreat as well. That's powerful. Mm, that's good. And here's another here's another hack for anybody listening to something that we're implementing is monthly we want to bring in. I know you, it's similar to a trainer, but we're sending out a survey really asking what are some of your personal goals? What like what are some things you want to accomplish? If it's the it may be buy a house, mm -hmm. improve my credit score. So every single month we're bringing in somebody different to do some sort of lesson on how to buy your first home, mm -hmm. how to get a perfect credit score. You know, like different every month, that's one of our goals we want to do. So now we we're not just helping you. You're not just helping this company, but we also helping you. One thousand percent. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Yeah, it's 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 such a competitive market out here, like in a lot of industries right now. To be able to go above and beyond is necessary. It's necessary internal and externally. I mean, even depending on what your your business is, identifying who your main core clients or customers are, and setting something up where you can hear from them, is one thing to think how you want your business to be ran, but it's something else on how it's being received from the opposite end. So being able to set something up, even if you send a gift card, if you have your main clients or, or, or customers that you know spend money with you, getting feedback from them. What can we do better in the company? How can we serve you better? Like all those things are important when it comes down to growth. And then you don't have to spin wheels and wonder, well, what should we do? How should we change this? How should we pivot? Hear it from the people that are spending the money on what it is that you're selling. Mm, that's good. So surveying your people. 1,000%. Yeah. How often should you be doing that? Surveying your employees and your people. As often as possible. I, I mean, quarterly is, is, is good. Yeah. You know, quarterly is good because just in case the market shifts or things shift within the industry, you, you can stay on top of that by hearing from the people. So let me ask you, I ask you a lot of different questions around business and family, just really around leadership and communicating. Like you and J.O., you're all like, two of my go-to people when it comes to like communicating. So you got a team members or team members just not performing. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes what I might do is I might just get cold, like where like it seemed like we talked about it and you just really not performing. Like how are you, how do you effectively communicate to your team if, or a team or team members about just operating at a higher level, like doing you know, doing the best that they can do. Like, how are you communicating that? So it, it really depends on what level they are in the company. Like if they're, if there are people in between you and that person, um, or is it somebody directly that reports to you? Uh, but if it's somebody that, that doesn't directly report to you, you need to make sure that whoever does report to you is properly communicating with that person. 
one thing we find out as being leaders, it's like you're, you're pretty much a coach. You know, you're coaching your team at whatever capacity to do the things that are necessary in the company. But you need to identify how communication works with one person to the other. You can't communicate to everybody the same. Some people take the information differently. You might have to lay it out. Some people are more visual. Some people can hear it and make and, and take action. So understanding the communication style that's necessary from your key players on the team and making sure that they understand the people that report to them what communication style works best for them. That's super important as a, as a leader. Mm, understanding the communication style. And that's so funny you said. So in my, with my wife, we took like a disassessment. And I'm telling you, anybody in a relationship, I believe they should do this, bro. 1,000%. Because all of these years, I mean, this is me. You look at me online like, yo, y'all got it going on. And we do. Well, it's always room for improvement, 1, trying to become better, especially me. I'm hard. To, I'm hard. Like, I'm like, you know, people see me online, but I'm a driver. Like, well, I, I'm driving my wife, my mom, my team. Like, mm -hmm. we're we're pushing to become the best we could be. So that could be, it's intense sometimes very, working here very. and keeping it real, right? Mm -hmm. So, but my wife has certain things that her characteristics that I wasn't appealing to them. So you're not getting the most out of her because it's not her thing. It's similar, like. Me buying her gifts and she don't care about gifts. It don't matter. Yeah. yeah. Bought her a Lamborghini truck. It she drive it once a month. Mm -hmm. If that, it mm -hmm. just thanks, but yeah, yeah. I love you. Let me hold your hand. Mm -hmm. I miss you, babe. That's what matters. Yeah. That'll yeah. get her more than you buy. That'll get her doing whatever you need Absolutely. versus buy buy her son. It's mm -hmm. irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That thing will be under the the bed, buy her bag is under, I bought her a Chanel bag. I don't even know where it's at. Yeah. I don't know if she know where it's at. She could care less. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just, I say all that to say, like understanding who your people are and what moves them is another critical thing. Cause how I talk to one of my team members, I don't talk to someone else. Yes. Like even if somebody motiv money motivated, I know dropping in the sales chat, talking about some money, mm -hmm. Cool. Hey, work hard to someone else talking about, hey, I want to give you two days off. That might make them get. Absolutely. Because I want to spend more time with my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say that um, it's, it's very important to understand who your people are. Yeah. But even before you pick your people, it's very important for you as a leader to know what type of people you need. Mm, that's good. We need to talk, but because hiring the wrong person is costly. Yeah. Big time. I don't even want to rush to hire the wrong person. Mm -hmm. They said, what they say? Slow to hire, quick to fire. Yeah, Go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, yeah, it, it's super important to know you as the as the type of leader you are, what type of people you need on your team, people that you do you do well with, what type of energy you want, what type of personalities you want. If you want men in it in your office or you want women in your office. And why? That's super important because you could just be hiring people because there's a certain skill set you're looking for, but it's a package that you're hiring, not just the skill set. It's the personality, it's the way they think, it's their 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 level of productivity. Like all that's important. So understanding who you are as a leader is just as important as understanding who you are leading. Mm, that's powerful right there. Sure. Ooh, that's good. Yo, so switching gears for a second, um, we always talk about forecasting. How important is forecasting in your business? Like, uh, what are some things you should be looking out for right now? So we're in, currently in 
January 2023 when we're shooting this. Who knows when it'll air? Yep. But what are things that people should be forecasting? I know one of them that we talked about is what are projecting projections like where how will the money be this year and next year? So what's some things people need to start looking like? I probably need to pay attention to this. Very good question. You want to start by paying attention to the history of the industry you're in. That's super important. Everybody's worrying about the now and, and moving forward. Sometimes you got to really take a moment and sit back and think, I can't understand where I'm going until I understand where I've been. And it's the same thing in business. You can't understand where uh, a certain industry is going until you understand where the industry has been. So going back and studying history, finding out every every three years, every five years, every seven years, every decade of my industry, what normally happens. If I'm in a trucking business or... You know, if I'm in, uh, if I'm in, if I have a sales, a, a business that I'm doing sales for other people, like what normally happens in year seven of every 10 years or every seven years, they say every seven years, something happens, something shifts in life and, and also in business. So if you know that recessions normally happen every seven to 10 years, where are you in that? What normally happens in this industry during a recession? Like you gotta, you gotta be be willing to put time in to understand where the industry has been to forecast where you're going. So it may be time, like if you pay attention to some of the Fortune 500 companies, they're they're doing mass layoffs. And people are like, well, why would they be doing mass layoffs? They're doing good right now. Amazon might say we're doing a mass layoff. It's because they're forecasting what's going to happen three and four quarters out. Mm. They already know what's going to happen. So they know during, let's just say, February and March, things normally slow down. So we don't need as many people in the warehouse. So for this season, we're going to lay people off. We're going to save some of that payroll that we would normally have people standing around because not as many packages may be going out. So that's how you're forecasting for the future. Like right now, we're they haven't said it, but we're in a recession. Mm. Hands down. Yeah. I've studied history. I already know where this is going. Me being in real estate, it's important for me to understand what happens in a recession, the moves I'm going to make, how we're going to pivot as a team. Mm. And if you're only, at, like right now, this month, you may be blowing things out the water in terms of financially. Yep. But six months from now, what will that look like? Because mm. understand, definitely depending on what space you're in, January, you have an influx. You in fitness, you have an influx. influx. People yep. are looking, you may be in coaching, you have an influx. Absolutely. Weight loss, you have an influx. Mm-hmm. Yep. So several things, things around getting people to invest in themselves, be new again. Like you got influence. Okay, you know these four months is mm-hmm. tax season. As a tax professional, you have an influx. Right. But what happens in 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 July, in August? Fitness. You know when when everybody back outside. Once the winter's over, like everybody cool with the gym when it's when it's when it's winter time, mm-hmm. things are slowing down. There's not as many parties and things happening. Not as many people having conferences and stuff. But the moment that it start warming up, mm-hmm. everybody ready to be back outside. So those fitness numbers is a good chance that they're gonna come down unless yeah. you just have one of those special, you know, uh, gyms or one of those special programs where it's just like consistent. But for the most part, you need to be able to study the history of the fitness industry to understand where you should, how you should pivot moving forward, mm-hmm. who you need to lay off, being able to tell your team, like, not just like today we're making changes. No, over the next 30 days, this is how this is going to go. 
We're going to do this, this, this. is How many hours? Like, do I need eight hours out of you? Do I need 12 hours out of you in this season? And here is why. Not I'm just chopping your hours and now you got staff feeling some type of way. No, let's, let's prepare for that. So however much money you're making now, y'all might be getting all these bonuses, but make sure that y'all are forecasting your money properly so when a slow season does approach, you can still live the way you live. Your lifestyle doesn't have to change. You don't have to sell your house. You don't have to get rid of your cars because you, you, you forecast not only productivity, but what your finances need to look like to get through the slow seasons. Mm, that's power. That fort, when you broke that down, that was power because we was buying a, a, a property and you was like, bro, we got to look at what happened a year from now. Yeah. Six months from now. We understand what's happening now. Where will interest rates be? Where will this be? Will people still be buying this? Will people be doing this? Yeah. So that forecasting is, is critical. What's another thing that leaders or CEOs or aspire, some more things people should be looking out for in your business? So they should be looking out for, uh, like, in terms of growth, right? Yep. Whatever you believe they need. Listen to this episode, you probably understand having one source of income is too close to none. And as one of the wealthiest people in the world, Warren Buffett says, if you don't find a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. With that being said, I am finally exposing the industry to this very unique very secretive way to make money in real estate that no one is talking about. No, I'm not talking about wholesaling. No, I'm not talking about fixing flips. No, I'm not talking about rehabs, right? No, I'm not talking about flipping contracts. I'm talking about event spaces. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and show you for $300. I'm going to waive that $300 fee and give you access to my free masterclass where I'm going to show you how to find your own location. I'm going to show you how to fund your own location. I'm going to show you how to automate this entire process. The same process that I help hundreds and hundreds of people do. I'm now pulling back the curtains. I'm going to help you do the same thing. So what I want you to do right now, go to event space masterclass.com right now. Go ahead and register. And as soon as you're done, Go back to the episode. Once again, go to eventspacemasterclass.com. I will see you in our next class. Like whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but definitely okay. growth for sure. Because well, everyone listening to this, everybody's they intend looking on growing. To, to grow the business right now. Um, how how have you done in terms of what have you done in terms of replacing yourself? That's super important. Like sometimes we, we were at a business together yesterday and the owner came out and said how how much time they have to be embedded in the business. Well, when you're spending that much time embedded in the business, when your business has been, you know, open for a certain amount of years, it's hard to concentrate on growth. So you got to be able to put more people in place that can do the things that you're doing at the level you're doing so you can get to the next level of business and productivity and be able to lead the team to another level. So hiring this is this is like probably one of the most viable pieces. So the areas of the company where there are weaknesses, you need to be able to hire experts in those areas. Even when it comes down to training, you got to really you you really got to decide: Do I bring somebody in to train and train and leave, or do I hire people? Even if it's at a, a higher level than you're normally used to paying people, but they're experts, paying them to come in work for the company, and you leverage them for training at the same time. So you're getting productivity out of them, and you're also getting training out of them at the same time. You bring other people that may be currently with the, the company. This is, this is one department that we've, that's really been a weakness. Let's hire the 
best of the best we can hire for this position to take over them and let them train mm. while still doing the job. Mm. So you're leveraging their area of expertise, knowing that this is an area of weakness in the company. That's good. That is something I would say is very, very important. You big on training. Uh, Got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it. That's it's something so that we have to do a better job, and I'm pretty sure most companies got to do a better mm -hmm. job at it. Yeah. How important is creating experience in your business? Depending on, I guess, what type of business, but we were yeah. talking, hey, you lit up with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. How important is creating experience? It's, it's so important. Like, just think about how productive your company would be if your staff enjoy being at the company more than they do at home. Mm. Wow. Like, they don't even want to go home. You, it's Right now, you think about it, there are people with business that people are watching the clock to get out. You don't want to have that. You want yeah. people that don't mind lingering around after work, don't mind doing the extra call, packing the extra box. Like, the experience that you create at the workplace, if you make it so dope that people don't want to leave, you're not going to have a problem getting productivity out of them. So... Um, the guy that owns Quicken Loans, uh, what's his name? Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. One one day I was uh, outside his headquarters and, and literally for a while just, just watching everything. It's all glass. And I'm watching somebody on the call, look like they were doing sales calls. They were One person was golfing. Another person was on one of those, you know, those roller boards that the kids use. Literally talking. Another guy was shooting basketball hoops. Like, Generally, that's not something that people will probably be like, no, nah, I don't want that in my business. They're not going to be focused. But there are people that focus better when they're able to do things to deal with the emotional side of them. Yeah, right? that's good. That's support for them. So allowing them to be them. I don't want you to be like, you ever go to a job and 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 I know it's been a lot of years since we've had jobs. So we're like uh, allergic to jobs. But you ever had like a job where as soon as the boss come in, everybody's like, you, yeah. you shifting like, just imagine an environment where people feel free to be them. Uh -huh. And you might say, well, I, I want people to straighten up when I come in. That shows authority, right? But what if they could be their self and you're able as a leader to really identify the true them, to know who you need to hire and, and fire? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to be your true self, whether I'm around or not. You know, you, you, when it comes down to a friend, it's like, talk about me not in my presence the way you were in my presence. It's the same thing when it comes down to your employees. You want them to be them and create an environment that they can be them and be comfortable and enjoy and want to be there more than they want to be at home. Mm. You got people that like to stay out and go home at 12 o'clock when the whole family is asleep because they don't want to deal with what's going on at home. Well, if you're going to be at work, we might as well create an environment where you have everything you need. You want to work out? Cool. Let's put a gym together. You want to shoot pool? Cool. Let's, you, need, you need a little drink? Cool. Let's have a little air. You can have a little drink. Making yeah. them feel comfortable where like they almost are ready to put bedroom slippers on. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's funny. I asked my guy, I said, bro, how you create this culture? Billy Jean, I called them or text them. Son. I'm like, bro, how are you creating this culture with yeah, your team? Friend. He said three letters, F-U-N. Make it fun. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to figure that out. Absolutely. How do you do that when people are working from home now? Working from home, I mean, they're going to they gonna do what they're going to do at home anyway. Yeah. You're you really not, not controlling that. But it really, honestly, I think it depends on the level of business. Um, because when you got, when your business is, is seasoned, 
and you got all your systems and things dialed in, it's easy for your staff to work from home. Different than somebody that's been in business two or three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like having your people together, especially if you're an entrepreneur yourself, your company is new, your staff is new. You want to build that team environment and get to know your team and understand what makes them tick. It's kind of hard to do that when they're at home. So I think starting your company is, depending on what company and what industry it's in, having everybody together can build momentum a lot greater than everybody home apart until you have all your systems and things dialed in for everybody to be able to work from home and still get the job done. Yeah, that's good. What do you think is right now uh, in this year you think a lot of people switch gears to working from home? Like, What do you think is better right now? I th- again, I think it comes down to how dialed in your systems are in the company. If mm-hmm. your systems are dialed in all the way, 1,000%. Working home is fine. Um, but if your systems are not dialed in, then I would say definitely in in office would definitely be the answer to that. Yeah. And I'm thinking we're transitioning to office because I want that energy. I want we able to also produce a lot faster. Yeah. Like I'm trying to produce quick. Like mm-hmm. we got our sales team in there, our editors in there, our, our media team in there, our operations team in there. Mm-hmm. We moving. Like, I, I already can envision, like, 30 people in office. We in there moving, yeah. Yeah. getting a lot done. But it's going. It's all going to come down to the culture that's created from the leader. Yeah. Important. Like, that, you what know. What if you're you not know, a great leader? If Do you, you hire great, somebody to become that? Yeah, you definitely have to hire, but you want to get trained. That's an area that you know as a leader, you want to get trained in there. Yeah. Because the, the energy of the company is going to fall under the leader. Mm-hmm. Like anything that happens good in the in the in the company is gonna fall under the leader. Anything so what should a leader bad, be doing to become better? Be around other great leaders. Getting coaching. Any from, books, any co- like any books you recommend, any um books that I recommend on leadership. I'll be honest with you, the Bible. Mm. There's so many hacks in the Bible about leadership. Mm. I mean, you think about it, like business in itself. In the Bible, there's yeah. there's a book called uh, "Doing Business by the by by the Great Book." Yeah, Myron Myron always be like, "Yo, the greatest business book of the world is the Bible." The Bible. Mm. You break that down, and, and like literally, you can find so many verses on money, different aspects of leadership. You think about it, Jesus Jesus was like the greatest marketer in the world. Mm. He's still he's been going off of the face of the earth and still recruiting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The impact of a of leadership, of that capacity, to start with your 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 twelve, and then create a bunch more like, and that's legacy at that point. So honestly, the Bible, regardless of what religion you is, like I don't mind studying religious books of other religions that I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's it's about the value that you can get out of it. But I would honestly start at the Bible. Start there. Yeah, that's good. Mm. So I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to go into family real quick. We cover some business, right? Um, I want to talk about family. Like, how do you become a better leader with your family? We talked about it in business. I don't know if it's the same principles, but there's someone listening to this, and I want to talk to a couple people. So one, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of marriage marriages don't work and, and, and relationships don't work is because of money. That's why this type of shows are important because we're sure. our goal is to show you how to go make some money. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have a money problem with my wife. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, what I mean? yeah, so yeah. 
if a huge amount of divorces are ending with money, I I know you coach you and wifey got something called lovepreneur. Mm-hmm. What what's that conversation with somebody trying to figure out the money game first? What, what are you saying to them? So it, it's and then the conversation to the money's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Then what you're saying? So at, at the start of things, let's just talk talk to a couple that may not be in the financial position they want to be in, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever position you are financially, allowing the person, whether the male or female in the relationship, who's ever more diligent with money, allowing them to manage the money. A lot of times couples don't get into the right position that they want to be in financially because they have the the one that's most not the one that's not responsible with money managing the money. And so just as much as you feel like you're making money, the money's going out because it's not being managed and allocated to the right areas of the business and also the relationship and, and the home. So it's super important to identify who is the best manager with money. And as a man, if your wife or your woman is better with managing the money, it's not about a pride thing. That's leadership. In a company, you need to have a a uh you need to have someone that manages the money in your company, may not be you. So why not have the same thing in your home? It can be the same structure. If you got kids, you can give your kids a role. You can give uh just the same way you give your employees a role. And your your wife or your spouse can have a role too. So you want to make sure that you're setting things up where the people that are great in, in certain areas of business and in the home is managing those areas. That's going to be the fastest way for us to get to the success levels that we want to. Mm, that's good. That's powerful. Let me ask you this. So how do you become an effective communicator with your kids, man? Like, well, you know, I always talk, I got a 17-year-old daughter, and I'm like, I don't know how to effectively communicate because these mm-hmm. kids are different from what we we were. Yeah. And how do you instill work ethic in them when, when you are giving them everything, right? I, I, like, how, what's your thoughts? Talk, talk so to me about it, that. It's important, like, us as adults, right? We're We're out trying to make a living. We're building businesses or working jobs, whichever one you are. Um, life is happening fast, rapidly. And a lot of times we we condition ourselves and our families to roll with our world. And I'll never forget some years ago that, you know, a thought came to me is what would the relationship with my kids be like if I took time to get inside their worlds? That's the that's the important ingredient to having a great dynamic when it comes to being uh being with your children. And growing with your children, not it always being about, nothing's always being about them being in your world. Like, you got to be on my schedule. You got to do this. You got to go where I go. Like, how about if you take a moment to get inside their world? Think about what's, what they're attracted to right now. Like, being, being a parent, I, I like to see it more as being a coach. And I pray on this constantly. God, allow me to be, give me the wisdom to be the father that I need to be, not the father that I want to be. Because mm. sometimes we already know what it's like when we just go after our wants. If we get to our, if we take care of our needs, our needs will lead us to our wants. Mm. And it's the same thing when it comes to our children. We gotta, we gotta identify what their needs are just as much as what our needs are. Get inside their world, find out what they're attracted to. I tell my children all the time: trust what you're attracted to. Yeah. 
It won't lie to you. Mm, trust what you're attracted to. Trust what you're attracted That's to. That's good. Yeah. And when you do that, you just study what they're attracted to. And you use that in terms of coaching to work on the different areas of development for them to become young adults. Like my son, he's eight years old. He's all in on soccer. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to teach him life skills about basketball, and he has he he doesn't care about basketball. He cares about soccer. So any analogy I need to break down in terms of life and life skills is gonna be based around soccer. Mm. As a leader, that's the he performs better in soccer. Let me take advantage of that. So when when I'm trying to get him to understand why it's important to clean your room, why it's important to make your bed up, why it's important to 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 jump in the shower, why it's important to brush your teeth. I'm going to relate it to soccer, and not only am I going to relate it to the sport of soccer, I'm going to relate it to the greats of soccer. You think, like, his, his favorite guy is um, Cristiano, Chris, Cristiano uh, Ronaldo. Yep. That's his guy. So if I say something about Cristiano, I say, will Cristiano do it like this? I'm not comparing. Obviously, he's an adult and he's a child, but if that's who he looks to... It ain't about him looking to me in that area. Let me let me point him to somebody like that's no ego. One thousand percent. It's certain things I might show my kids on on an Instagram post that you posted. Mm -hmm. This is my man. I trust him. If my kids see something in Neo that's great, I'm gonna go ahead and look. Next time we together, I'm gonna make sure you able to talk to this talk about this to Mister Neo. I might have the answer for it, but the way you give the answer might be different than the way I do it. So it's important also trust your village. That's important. We are we we said all you know old people say it all the time it takes a village you know to raise a child it takes a village to build a business. Mm -hmm. So trusting your village, identifying your village, and, and allowing your village to also inter interact and engage with your with your children. That's good. That's powerful. That children thing is because I you know I got three little babies and I'm trying to. I try. I've never been a parent. You know, I'm yeah. learning it. I didn't, my mom, my mom raised me. I have, I never, I didn't, I had a stepdad, but that didn't count to me. But it's like, I'm want to have a great household with my kids, raising them good. So I don't really know how to raise babies. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm learning as I go. Yeah. That's why I'm calling you. Yo, how are you handling this? How are you handling that? Mm -hmm. Man, what am I supposed to say about this? But you, you know, you know what I respect about you? If it's an area that you know you want to become better, you own it to get yeah. the information. Yeah. Not just get the information, implement it. Yep. Yeah. So I do that in every I'm only good at a couple things. This is about one or two things. Yeah. Everything else I need help with. Yeah. 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 So, so that's super important. Like I said, just trust in your village. Um, us as men, we don't talk a lot about the things that we deal with and struggle with. Yeah. You gotta find somebody that you that's trustworthy enough. That you could say, listen, these are the areas I'm dealing with right now. Like this is this is happening in real time. I don't have the answers to it, but I feel like you are. You know what I'm saying? It's different times where I might reach out to some of my friends and be like, yo, you 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 crossed my mind like seven times. I'm just hitting you up to check on you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're good. That opens up if there's something that they're dealing with, it's a good chance they may bring it up just from being reached out to. Mm. And so us and the way we talk, like, this is a trusted relationship. There's there's never a time, literally since I met you, that we had a conversation and somebody could regurgitate conversation that you and I had. Yeah, that's a fact. Our word is our bond together, and it's yeah. been that. And that's yeah. why our relationship has been what it ha has been. You got to find that. 
everybody in competition with each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, how much more powerful could we be? Not just as businessmen, but as fathers, as husbands, if we're talking about the things that we're dealing with on the everyday, because we're all dealing with something. I don't care how great you are at a certain area of your life or a certain area in business, there's still things that you're dealing with that you're going to need help with. I'm okay to say, Mark, I'm not the greatest marketer. Hands that's down. That's not your thing. I lean on you. Neil, that's what I'm dealing with. That's what I need. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got two people I go with when it comes to marketing. Yeah. You and Runway. Runway, yeah. Runway y'all, y'all, with the Y'all marketing. my two guys. Like, if it's something I got a question about, I'm not afraid or too prideful to say, bro, I need help in this area. You know what I'm saying? So I suggest that for, for any men, like, it's our right to talk about that. Like, nobody's perfect out here. And I don't want, I don't want you to not be able to move forward in life because of this area. Like, for me, if my home's not right, I'm not good in business. Like, I can't function and be creative the way I am when I know home not right. Mm. I got to figure out how to fix that. We mm. got we got to have a meeting of the minds. If I got to get on the phone with you know with somebody that I know that 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 leads me in that area, I need to figure this out because it's gonna mess with my productivity on the business side. Mm-hmm. So you know it's super important to, to tap into your village or at least create a village. It's not just about having a village when it comes to business and money. You need that village as well for your home. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. Ooh, that is powerful, man. Wow. What else do people need to understand for their home? Anything else that you like, they, or you, if you could get this right, this might help you. Anything else you want to share? So I, I would say to, to, to this, is, this is for the men, like this is, this is really important. Um, my, my wife says this quite often. Don't bring a doggy bag home to me. Mm. And in terms of the business, right? You may, you may be doing very well in your business. Hey, sorry to stop the episode. I know you're probably wondering, Neil, I always see you with that brand on. How can I be a part of it? How can I get the official gear of every entrepreneur in the world? What I need you to do is go to newageceos.com so you can get your gear. We got something for women. We got something for men. We got something for spring. We got something for fall. We got something for women. We want to make sure you have the official gear of every entrepreneur in the world. Go to newageceos.com. Your, your spouse needs to have some level of understanding of the business. Like, I ask people all the time, how would you feel like right now you're in the prime of your business, you've done well, you've done, you know, 10, 15, 20, 50 million dollars, and God forbid something happens to you. All this time and work and sacrificing that you've done, there's nobody to take the baton and keep going. Mm-hmm. What would it be like all the amount of time and money and efforts you put into development when it comes to people in your company. What if you took that and put it into your spouse? Wow. What would I heard the you say that at one of your like? speaking engagements. Wow. And I'm like, ooh, I got to better do that. That's that's so important because it even helps. It'll, it'll be a lot less arguments in the home because if your spouse is aware of what happens and how challenges come about and how you need to deal with them and why I can't be home because this just came up. If, if he or she is aware of What's going on in the business, she could respect it. She don't have to argue and ask you questions. And, and, and that's another thing that a lot of couples deal with. As, as you're building your business and you have a spouse that's asking questions, you feel like they should just trust you. Why are you asking me these questions? I got it. Don't worry. You don't got to worry about it. Why are you worried about it? But that's not cool. Like if 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 she's making she or he is making sacrifices. With you, like if you got to be away and you try, like we travel a lot. Yeah, that's a fact. 
this it's, it's not about our sacrifice. It's about our family sacrifice because we can't be home with them all the time. Mm-hmm. They need to have an understanding of why we can't be home. I recommend this at least once a month, having a family meeting. And I don't care how young your children are. Have a family meeting every month. What happens during the family meeting? We're going to discuss what's happening this month. If I know it's going to be a week or a weekend or two weekends out of this month, I'm not going to be around. Let me prepare my children for that instead of just up and leaving. Because mm. we don't understand the effect that that has on our children. It's like, that. Daddy don't, daddy don't love us? Daddy don't want to be around? He always gone. Mm-hmm. But if, if, if I prepare my child, like, next week I'm going to be gone... They're already prepared for it. So when I say daddy's going to head to the airport, they already know why daddy's leaving. So having that meeting, I mean, we're explaining what's happening, what's happening in the business, what's happening in the home, when I'm going to be gone, and what, why I'm going to be gone, and what the result will be of me gone. I'm going to be away two weekends out of the month, but those other two weeks, we'll be able to go to this theme park. We'll be able to go shop and get this game you want, iPad and mm-hmm. computer, like... You got to talk about where you, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what the benefit is mm. for the family as a whole. Ooh, that's good. What you're doing, why you're doing it, and the benefit of it is a, if, if I'm working like this, I can't buy you toys right now. I don't have it. We, we don't, we're not allocating our money there because I'm working on saving, saving this to start this business Absolutely. so we can help you do this, help you do that. Absolutely. You wanted to play soccer, right? You wanted to do this, right? Yeah. So we... Mm, you got probably, coaches. My son got coach on top of coach. Like yep. that all got to get paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter, she's doing gymnastics and she's doing dance. All that stuff got to get paid for. Yeah. You know, so them understanding that it's not daddy doesn't want to be around. It's not daddy doesn't love you. It's daddy is making us. We're collectively as a family, not daddy. We're collectively as a family making sacrifices to put ourselves in a better position to be able to do all the things that we want to do. Not just now. But also in the future, moving forward. Yeah. Is there any other things you recommend to start doing to put deposits in your spouse? Just more, or, or matter of fact, I got a better one. How do you get somebody on board? You are an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or aspiring. Your spouse isn't, and they really don't support you. Like for me personally. My relationship wouldn't work if I didn't have support from that other person. Yeah. Like if you weren't down with how I'm going. Mm-hmm. Sorry, like this won't work. Meaning you don't support it. You're not encouraging it. Mm-hmm. Baby, don't do this. I wouldn't do Like if you had that energy for me, yeah. it is done. No brainer. It's not even a, and it's not like, cause I have several people like, yo, she ain't really down yeah. with it. She don't really believe in mm-hmm. it. She always questioning me. He always questioning me. Like for me, if I had that energy mm-hmm. for me, it won't work. So, that, that's that's a prime example of what you said. She or he is always questioning me, right? That means that they're looking for communication. And what happens is sometimes as a, a leader or, or as a visionary, you may not have the answers to those questions because you're building your business right now. So the questions that that your spouse may be asking could be frustrating you because you actually don't have the answers for them. It's okay not to have the answers. But answer them with something. You know what, babe? I'm still trying to figure it all out. I don't have that answer right now. Mm-hmm. As, as a matter of fact, that's a very good question. But that's on my top priority list to get the answers and bring the an- actually bring the answer back. Mm-hmm. Communication is so important. And when you don't have it, sometimes you won't communicate because you don't know how to communicate or what to communicate. That's okay. 
let them know that. Don't just blow them off, blow them off or brush them off because especially for women, like women are like they're incubators, right? Anything you give a woman, they're gonna give you back more of, mm-hmm. right? You give them a word, they're gonna give you back a paragraph, mm-hmm. right? You tell them that car right there is red, they're gonna say it's red, but it's got black seats. That was a bad color combination. Yeah. And the rims, they shouldn't have did the rims. Like they're gonna take it and magnify it. You give your woman a a business idea, they're gonna give you back a business. You know? And so you you wanna make sure that you are getting the right things out of your partner based upon who your partner is and the values that they have. What are your partner's gifts and talents? You might want this out of them, but that may not be their strong suit. Mm. What can you get out of that? Yeah. And let's nurture that. Let's bring that up. And if we bring this up and they're more confident in this area, just imagine what the outcome could be for the actual things that you really want out of them. Again, identifying the needs, taking care of the needs will get you to the wants. Mm. Take care of needs will get you to the Because your wife would do whatever you need. 1,000%. Yeah. 1,000%. She flying with me. Yeah. But it took a lot to get to that point. Mm-hmm. What I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I do have a a rare wife. I will, yeah. I will say that. I'm not just saying it because my wife. Love you, baby. Um, but uh, she has always been supportive. But I will tell you this. This is where a lot of people mess up at. When they start off in a relationship, in the dating season, nobody's talking about what they want and what they expect out of out of the partner. Mm, what like, you mean? Walk me through that. Because somebody right now is dating, all right, so for and the, they need to go ahead this conversation. Let's start there. Let's start at the dating phase, right? You're dating. Everything's cool. You start talking to people. Y'all on the phone, two, three, four in the morning. You know, the vibe is great, right? FaceTiming all night. FaceTiming all that. But a lot of times the questions aren't asking like, what does the next 10 years look like for you? What do you feel like you want or need out of a partner over the next 10, five, 10 years? Those are not questions that a lot of couples talk about up front. Before you know it, you know, the sexual things start. Before you know it, y'all moving in with each other. Somebody hiccup, have a baby. Like, so life is happening rapid at that point. Y'all never got to discuss actually what your, what your goals and dreams are. And we like to call it the power of agreement. We got to come underneath the power of agreement and agree on what we are doing moving forward for our future. Because if you on Mars and I'm all the way over here on Venus, it ain't going to work. Once all the bubbles is all worked out and that butterfly feeling you got, it gets to the point where you don't even want to look at your spouse. Right? Understanding love is not enough. Love is not going to keep a relationship. But our mission can. So when love isn't present, the mission can be. My wife, if we get mad at each other, don't feel like talking to each other, we got to talk to each other because we got businesses together. We got our kids together. We on a mission. Like, no matter how mad we are, we said I do not only to each other, we said I do to the mission. Mm, Cool. That's good. And so when we might be having a fallout out, we can't fall out on the mission. Yeah. So the mission will continue to allow us to drive when love is not. You got any rules with being mad? Like, is it, hey, we're mad for an hour. We Can you go to bed mad? Do you got any type of rules you follow with that? 1,000%. Yeah, I, I think it would be like so cliche to say, yeah, don't go to bed mad at each other. Yeah. Obviously, people do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's times that my wife and I are going to bed mad at each other. Yeah. 1,000%. Um, but... Again, back to the mission, sometimes the mission is the glue yeah. to get y'all back on, on one accord, especially when you are creating impact through the mission, when you're impacting other people's lives. 
And you could be mad and then you walk up to somebody and they, they talk about how, how your video impacted them in their situation mm -hmm. or how this, you know, product that they brought off of you. And then it's like you look at each other and say, that's more important than what we're arguing about. As a matter of fact, this is what we're arguing about really doesn't even serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. Like we got to get over this. So I, I would say counseling is so important. Like one of my top, top, top things for any relationship. Counseling, people think counseling is just when something's wrong. It's not. Counseling is like, I like to call it like, for, for La Panora, we like to say, we are the car insurance of your relationship. You don't wait until you get in a car accident to, to get car insurance. It. Yeah, that's good. You get it in the event something happens. So for us, we're coaches. We teach. We, go, we do counseling once a week. We need it's it's it should be a lifestyle, not mm -hmm. looked at as something that oh I gotta go to council. No, I'm excited. Same way you excited to go to the gym. Same way you excited to get that money. Be excited to show up in counseling. Mm. Make it a lifestyle. Wow. Same way you go to mastermind. Same way you you on coaching calls. Be on your be on your counseling call, even if you're not there in person. Set it up through Zoom. Mm. That's super important. And then the other thing is it's important to be amongst a community. We meet so many couples, and it's like, oh, man, we've been praying for something like, like this. Mm -hmm. Man, y'all just got it. Y'all just got it. Like, mm -hmm. we could sit and listen to y'all all day. Commitment lasts longer in community. Mm. That's super important. Commitment lasts longer in community. You got to be amongst a community of other couples that are not only going through the things you're, you're going through. My dad told me this a long time. He said, when you pick your circle and you pick your people to be around, make sure you're picking people that have your answers and not share your problems. Mm. Wow. That was super key. Wow. So we all got the same problems. Who going to help who? Mm -hmm. You got to be in amongst a community where there's, where there's all different levels and you get to identify that our problems, we're not the only ones dealing with this problem. There's other people that are, that are dealing with them or dealt with them. Let's get the answer. So we don't got to be here. Sometimes your relationship will go so stale because you get stuck at a place where you have no answers because it's just y'all two. You don't want to talk to nobody about it. Mm -hmm. And that's Same not with good. business. Your business, like you you quit because you're not around other like-minded people who think in a certain way. Absolutely. You get discouraged. You don't got nobody to talk to. Yep. Yeah. And then putting the blame on your partner. Mm. That's a big one. A lot of times people put the blame of things that happen to occur on the partner. And it's like, no, you, you got to look in the mirror first. You got to identify where you wrong in the situation before, before you even go to your partner about what they're wrong for. Mm. And then also, like we were talking earlier, seeing everything as an opportunity to be a teachable moment. How much more viable are you if you understand how to get through arguments fast? How much more do we grow? How much does this affect our family as a whole when we're able to teach our children how to get through through things fast when they're dealing with stuff with their classmates and people that are in their networks. Yeah. Super important. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Powerful, bro. Listen, get the people a final word, man, just on helping them get their life to that next level. I, I would say definitely just be amongst people, again, that has your answers and not share your same problems. That is super key. That would That's allow cool. you to get to the next pinnacle of whether it's in your business, relationship, motherhood, fatherhood, regardless of what it is that you're focusing on in life right now, get around other people that have your answers and not share your problems. That would be the key. That's 2023.
be around people that have my answers and not share my same problems. Ooh, powerful, my God. Thank you for the coaching session. Uh, most definitely. You know most what I'm definitely. saying? Y'all, man, super grateful and appreciative to my guy, Meet, y'all. Also, let them know where they can find you. I know you got Lovepreneur. Let them know. Yeah, I mean, Instagram, Meet the Emperor on Instagram, M-E-E-T, the Emperor. Find me there. Everything else will connect from there. You need something, I can help. I'm all about serving. Jump in the DM and I got you. Let's get it, y'all. We will see you on the next episode. Let's go. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this episode. I hope you're getting extreme amount of value. I want you to go ahead and comment below. Share with me your biggest takeaway. In addition to that, my number one goal is for me to be able to grow all of my social platforms so I can give you info, insight, strategy, and game from every platform there is. So take a minute to follow me on Instagram at Neil DeVee. So same exact name on Twitter, same exact name on TikTok and follow me on LinkedIn at Nehemiah Davis. I would love for you to be able to be tuned into my articles and everything that I drop relating to helping you get to that next level in your life. Tune in.